Yo, 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 that was Suede, the homie Suede, friend of the show. With yes, his sir. new single, Chaos, joints hard. Yeah, man, that definitely dope single. Um, the beat is fire. Shout out to Cardi, he produced that one. Um, and yeah, I, well, actually, let's Hold introduce on, man. ourselves, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is another episode of Two Tones. Um, you already know. You know, fresh off the Snowden. Uh, man, Snowden and chill. Snowden and chill, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, hope you Blizzard all had everything that you needed in your homes if you were snowed in. If you weren't snowed in and you were laughing at us, um, we pray for you. Um, but yeah, so man. We ain't praying. We running phase, man. Ain't no praying. Like, you laughing at us, we want the film. Like, give us five minutes. But so am I, king, am I king and you Malcolm? Yeah, I'm definitely Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely the, I, right. you the, you the peaceful one. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> All right, bet. Well, this is another episode of Two Tones. Like I said, it's me, your host, sure. Tony Timberlake 3. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And my co-host is here. What's happening? What's good, everybody? Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-E-E underscore. You heard it. I'm on Malcolm Den Luther. So we're here, man. Another week. And again, back to the uh, record you just heard in the intro. A, a brief snippet. Like, that was sweet. And that's the guy you always hear in the intros. Um, track is called Chaos. Go and mm-hmm. get that at uh, his Twitter handle. And um, even on SoundCloud. So, in his band camp, I believe it's Swade. S-W-A-D-E. Maybe on the track. T-R-B-L. Trouble. Terrible. Something like that. Either way, it's a dope track. Trouble. Um, <laughs> I always thought that meant straight trouble. Like, start trouble. I'm like, what does that mean? But it's straight terrible. And it's a whole thing that's behind that. But um, I love the track, man. Cardi produced it, as we said before. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how Swade is, like, flirting with his flow on this song. Yeah. Like, you notice he's flirting with different flows on the song. Experimenting, and I love it. Exactly. And it's, it's dope, because he's a South dude from Florida, but the beat isn't really Southern at all. You know, that's like a mm. grunge, hip-hop, boom-bap, you know. Scratches guitars. on the hook. Exactly. Yeah, that was dope, though. So, that was a dope record, man. Shout out to Suede, man. He makes wonderful two-tones intro music. So Yes, he does. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. <laughs> we appreciate that, you know what I mean? But y'all go check him out, man. He's definitely going to be back on the show soon. Y'all know we'll be talking about soon later, so... Yeah, Definitely. So, and if you don't know who Suede is or know anything about Suede, check out. I think it was. I don't remember. I don't remember the episode number, but we, uh, the brother Tony Lee, interviewed him uh, a couple yeah, I think months it was back. Nine, I believe so. Yeah, we interviewed yeah. Dope Interview, man. Yeah, so y'all do check that out, man. So Definitely. Dope um, brother, man. But let's get into this news, man. Um, There's a lot to talk about, man. So. This past weekend, Drake has OVO Sound Radio on Apple yes, sir. Music yes, sir. on Beats 1. And he drops his single. Looking. Summer 16. Yes, sir, man. Uh, 15 minutes later, Meek Mill dropped his drops second another, installment. Another yeah. installment of a four-track EP. Um, four for and, four. Yeah. And this one is called War Pain, right? Yeah, this is one of the songs off the... Uh, it's like a couple of songs, but it's the one everybody talks about. Basically. Okay, Warpain. so it was a couple yeah. of songs, but War Pain was the notable one. Um, right, right. And it featured O'Melly. Um, if you remember O'Melly, you probably remember him from <laughs> Sway in the Morning. Um, yeah. I'm like, he need to be on like a um, like a Johnson's Bratwurst commercial. Nah, hey, yo, nah, but he killed. He did it. He had a once they kill. He had a good verse this song, but that Sway in good that freestyle. <laughs> That was, yo. Matter of fact, I'm gonna. Okay, okay, yeah, that was horrible. I'm gonna try to find a way to get that in this episode. That, <laughs> y'all gonna know what we're talking about. It was just bad. But um, oh, back to that. All right, so back to back, that. let's go back to War Pain. The lyrical content of War Pain by Meek Mill 
pretty much goes line for line as an answer to Summer 16, which was dropped literally right. 15 minutes before Meek dropped yeah. War Pain. Um, Ironically, And huh? Meek apparently went to Instagram and said, the ghostwriter told me. So he's bringing right. back the ghostwriter uh, accusations or you know mm-hmm. claims. But honestly, at this point, and I just have, I've been thinking about this. Does Do normal hip-hop infractions even matter for Drake? Because this is all right, the ghostwriter thing, but kind of yeah, right. nobody cared after the fact. After Drake did his thing this summer and went back to mm-hmm. back on me, nobody cared about right. the ghostwriting accusations. And if we go back even, you know, six years ago, six, seven years ago, um, when Drake was on the come up, he had so far gone out and he went up on right. on Flex's show and he was freestyling. Yeah. Now, if you listened, you just think, man, he went in. But then the video came out and he was reading Blackberry. off of his Blackberry. Yeah. And you know, no one cares. Eventually. Yeah, no one cares. No one really cares about that, and nobody really cared at that point either. They were like, "Well, so what? He read it. He wrote it. He, he's killing it." Yeah. So maybe, do these? Maybe those rules just don't matter anymore. Maybe there's just a new set of rules about hip hop, the music industry, and we'll get back to that later on. But right, right. These things don't seem to stick to Drake. He's he just seems like the Teflon Don when it comes to the old hip-hop code. Like, he does things True. that everybody else would get flack for. Like, if we if we found out somebody ghost wrote for Nas, it would be over for Nas. You know right. what I mean? If we found out somebody ghost wrote Illmatic, it would be like, dag, like, nah. I don't- I don't know. You know what? It I think it's, actually it wouldn't matter now. But if it met, if he, if we found that out after Illmatic came out in like ninety four or ninety five, it would have been over for Nas. Yeah, I think it would be. It would matter now. So, but but what I'm saying is, I think it's not necessarily a Drake thing. I think with this generation, no one necessarily cares about lyricism and if the writer. Because I remember on Twitter when the whole thing dropped. It was like, I don't care if my favorite rapper doesn't write his stuff. Like, this generation as a whole. Now, Drake, mm-hmm. for the most part, yes. I think there's a lot of things he can get away with. But that whole... I don't... This generation cares about lyrics and authenticity. They just want good trap music. And if we find out Future has a ghostwriter, you think they're gonna, not going to like Future? Nobody's like, going to care. Not, Nobody will yeah, care so, if he has a ghostwriter. Yeah, I think it's this generation. So, back with what Meek was saying... Yes, that was funny. I guess he's, he keeps playing on the ghostwriter thing. But this is the thing, right? Let's get... Okay, let's talk about Summer 16 for a moment. Then we're going to jump into Meek because okay. that was a... Uh, all right, Summer Sixteen, dope record. Okay. Um, people, you want to you want to talk about the shots in these records yeah, too? Yeah, we, yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, let's talk about these shots. All right. Okay. <laughs> Some of my favorite shots. I'm just pointing them out. Um, my favorite one when, when, is when he said, um, "All my exes you know like my O's with a V in the middle." That was a shot to the weekend. X yeah. and O. Yeah, that was hard. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite shot from Drake was the uh, "You ain't gotta say it louder." We heard you the first time. Like <laughs> shot to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean. The Obama joint, because Obama picked Kendrick over Drake. I mean, who wouldn't in a lyrical rap battle? I mean, it's just common sense. But he picked them, and Drake felt some type of way. Tell Obama my verses are bulletproof, like the Whipsy beer. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Drake swinging that nigga's like, with a hundred. Like, Drake swung at the president off the top of his first verse. <laughs> yeah, like, shooting at Jay. Uh, not, yeah. He didn't say he's better than Jay. He's saying, he just said, I'm in I that, am Jay now. Like, I got that status now. I'm the yeah. guy now. Not not a diss, but he people going to take what he wanted. Kanye's pool. <laughs> I'm like, come on, not no disrespect. I'm just saying my pool is big, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, we, we get it, right? But uh, that, that that all happened. Some more shots, oh, you know. Did you people... catch the Tory Lane shot too? 
Yeah, I did. All the new Toronto niggas want to be like me. Yeah. Got a little me in them. Something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Drake was shooting, man. And the revenge is... Drake is like the hook... Drake is like the hook king. Like, he does no, no wrong on hooks. Yo. Yeah, I, Wayne I know he's said, been that, but... Wayne told y'all back in 08, we gonna be all right if we got Drake on every hook. Drake on a hook, yeah. <laughs> he told you. And then he Drake proceeded like to really hook. do it. He's one of the greatest ever on the hooks. Like, he's... Yeah. I mean, what's up? I, I don't remember one bad hook. Like, honestly, his features... Like they're looking for revenge, all that. Like let me edit that out. <laughs> but um, that summer sixteen, like that was hard. Like, but um, Drake is good at what he does. And as you said, ironically, Meek drops an EP four for four. Now this this was recorded about basically two weeks ago, whatever. He took shots at fifty, whatever. But Meek on Meek's song, he's dressing everything directly to what Drake is saying. Like, even Not- down to on the hook, Drake talks about being at the Four Seasons, and Drake yeah. on the intro of the song says. Toronto status five star hotel four seasons. Yeah, jumps upstairs. Like, like what? I'm like, come on, hold up. So if they upstairs and you got a problem, why you ain't upstairs? Listen, beef ain't real. If y'all <laughs> in the same hotel and nobody did nothing, it's not rap beef. What like, did let's Biggie say? Biggie said beef is when your mom ain't safe up in the streets. Man, Word, these like, dudes' moms is safe. Ain't nothing happening. Yeah, but but you got to realize Meek was in Toronto and he didn't want to like get deported <laughs> and and banned. Realize it. I Yo, know he didn't want to get. <laughs> Banned from Toronto. Was Norm so, think upstairs about it. too? You said what? <laughs> was Norm Kelly upstairs too? Shut yo, that nigga <laughs> Norm <laughs> Kelly to get slammed. And he threw a shot at Obama, but he erased it. He knew better. Like on Twitter, he threw a shot at Obama or whatever. What? Norm Kelly. Yeah, he was upstairs printing uh pages with the letter L on it. That's yo. what he was on upstairs. <laughs> but um Yeah, so I said that to say this. Send this downstairs to room five thirty six. Slide it under the door. <laughs> like I, I say that to say this, right? <laughs> Meek directly addressed everything Drake said, which raises questions. Meek either knew of this Drake track prior to Summer 16, Meek, maybe it was a reference track, maybe someone in OVO camp leaked it, but mm-hmm. Meek directly addressed everything Jake was talking about. I said Jake. Drake was talking about. Like he was saying, you, now you claiming you hold while you say that ish, whatever, like yeah. in the hotels. Like it was too spot on to be a coincidence. And it maybe is a coincidence. But that's what people are saying. Meek won this round right here because Drake is just saying all this. this, this but basically, Meek had an inside air on what was going on. And Meek's yeah. record was good. I yeah, like Warpaint. The, the record is cool. It's, the, the record is good. The record's cool. It's just Maybe too late. I'm, it's yeah, just it, too late. If this came out, yeah, it's too late. Ether was hella late, but I guess no, it's a new generation. Ether was not that late. Ether was not It was that a couple late. months. Takeover it was a came, couple months. Yes, but it was also a different process. It was a different time, man. Like, That's what I'm saying. Back then, so this... it was okay to wait months to have a response. And yeah. we're not going to act like Meek hasn't responded before. This is like his fourth attempt at responding. Yeah. When this is like you already struck out and right. you're trying to get another step. You're trying to step in the batter's box again. You already struck out. Why you? I mean, but do you blame him, though? Like I mean, I don't you, would you give up? Him for, no, would, I don't blame him. It's just too so, late. It don't. It doesn't register as much. No, Drake won. The, Drake won. Like, don't get me wrong. Drake won this beef already. It's already. Yeah, he won it's the over. battle. And, but and, man, listen. Here's a problem. Either I way, have, right after that line, <laughs> after the line that you talked about when right. um, Meek talked about Drake claiming that he's Jay. Why yeah. did you say that? Um, and then he's talking about you know. Niggas dancing like fruitcakes. Hotline Bling don't get no bing up in this new rate. New rate. Like, that was hard. Though. Hotline, uh, it. yeah, it's a nice bar. But Hotline Bling is bigger than anything Meek Mill had ever dreamed about making. Yeah, Dream, but I mean... Like, why Meek bring just... it up? Why, why bring up that this guy... You know, that one song is bigger than your entire career. 
Yeah, I think you're looking at it from the point like, all right, it's a big song, but I don't care. F your song. Like, it's still, I don't like you. I don't care how big your song is. Okay. the day, it's about respect. Then he should have picked, I mean, I guess. I, listen, I, we know Drake won. I, I'm not saying that. I, I prefer Drake as an artist. But if with Drake this round right take, here. If Drake, like, if Drake decided he was going to respond, I, if I was Drake, I'd be like, the only reason you got the Wraith is because I gave you two features. Both right, your like, albums, this first, <laughs> both your albums, the songs that everybody cares about, I'm on. Yeah. Take them off. Nobody cares about your albums. I would say that. But that intro, I don't know. Even Drake praised Man, the intro on please. Twitter. Drake, people forget Drake on Twitter said Meek well, intro Drake really one of the greatest. Wild love to Meek. <laughs> so yeah. we're not going like to act like Drake didn't change. do it. We're not going to act like Drake. I'm tired of talking about this. Listen. No. E- listen. <laughs> so- <laughs> Summer 16 drop. Dope record. Warprint drop. Dope record. They gave Meek the W this round. Drake won overall war. I get it. But this round... Meek outsmarted him. Meek knew what happened. And Meek had the edge on him. Let's keep it real. Like, but Drake has the better song. Some extinct's the better song. But Meek, he has the edge over him. Like he outsmarted them. He directly, you know, responded. Like it's but Drake won the war. It's we know. We know. Like we we're looking for the Drake album. This this like, is where this is how we have to measure this, right? If we're mm-hmm. gonna measure this as a round, war pain versus summer sixteen, how many lines in summer sixteen were about Meek Mill? Probably one, two. One or two. One or two. How many lines in Warpaint was about Drake? About the whole song. Four or five. The no, whole song. He, took, he took shots at 50. The Queens. Like, come on, man. You got to listen. I'm the telling whole niggas. Song. Like, the it was whole primarily about Drake. Drake. Yeah, it was primarily. But it was other shots about 50 in there. It was shots about when Nicki was in the bed sleep. He's counting. about <laughs> shots at 50. Come on. But nah, I was crying at the intro. I'm. Uh, location Philly move count five hundred thousand cash Nikki sleep I'm like bro <laughs> like all right like okay like he throws Nikki as like some type of uh like complimentary prize or something like it's just he throws that up as like his look Nikki you whack but I got Nikki but you're corny I got Nikki like like I love you that you supporting your girl and you love your girl and you stand up for your girl because any man that they got wives or girlfriends always be proud of it yeah. and uplift them but when you use your girl in a rat beef. <laughs> yeah. To defend you, yeah. and has, she has nothing to do with it. Like make you suck. I got make, I got Nikki though. They mad. They're not mad. Like you just suck. But you spend entirely way too much time on I that. I do want. But wait, that- hold on. Before we leave though, <laughs> I do have a question because okay. Wayne and Baby Birdman have reconciled. Mm-hmm. Apparently, right? Does this bring the YMCMB family back together? Um, How, th- like. Obviously, we know that Nikki is with me, and Nikki's a part of YM. Drake's a part of YM. So, do you think we see any alliances between Nikki Wayne and Drake like we've been seeing? I think eventually, yes. At the time being, no. But eventually, I think it's something. I know this is something. Do you think Nikki turns down a Drake feature if the label says you're getting Drake on this record? You think she's going to tell them no? That's a good question. She can't um, tell them no, no Drake verses on my next album. If Drake is yeah, still she, the hottest rapper in the game, Drake is Drake arguably can say one of the no, biggest stars in music. You, like, Drake can probably say no, I'm not giving you a verse. And Drake has already proven he don't need her on his albums because he's only had her on two albums, two of his four. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch. I'll say that, man. It'll be interesting to watch. So, um, yeah, definitely yeah, interesting so, to see how this plays out. Also, um, I'm wondering if we're going to see some Wayne and uh, Ross beef since uh, Baby has definitely thrown shots at Ross. Is Wayne going to take up for Baby in that? 
I, I don't know, man. I, I could care less. I just want to hit some new hot Wayne. I don't know if that's possible, um, but oh. I could care less, man. Uh, either way, shout out to them. Summer 16 is dope. Warpaint is dope. Meek mm-hmm. didn't take an L this one. Ultimately, he did, but listen, I like it, man. Got We got the energies going. The creative juices are flowing again, man. The creative process is going on. Now, speaking of creative process... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I knew that's where you was going. I knew that's Speaking where you was going. Creative. After his creative process was disturbed by Wiz Khalifa, Kanye decided yeah. he was going to get Kirk Franklin in the studio. Yo, the pictures had Kirk oh, and Kanye, two chains. <laughs> Diddy was in one of the pictures. French was in one of the pictures. Dream, Dream Couple was cats. in one of the pictures. Andre, yeah, yeah Kid Cudi, they all was there. Um, okay, I'll how say do you this. feel about this? Do you, what do you think? I, well, allegedly, but not allegedly, he did say it's a gospel album. So, quote unquote, you know, Kanye says anything. But then when Curtin's in the picture, niggas is like, hold up now. He, he may be telling the truth. Like, <laughs> But if there is actually, I, everybody that came and wrote their name in that little notepad is not on the album. Because Kylie, Kim, everybody wrote their name in a notepad. So we can't assume that because someone wrote their name, they're on the album. However, Kirk was in a studio. and some, Sometimes people don't come to record. They come to listen. You know, they come yeah. to get their input. And Kirk probably gave his input, but there was a clip that surfaced. And it was like a nine-minute clip. I'm sorry, nine-second clip. Two chains hurt the camera around. He was robbing at the boards. Kanye on top of the speaker acting stupid as usual. And Kirk in the corner looking convicted. And the, and the camera catches him. He's just standing there. But while he was dancing and standing there, there was a track playing. And Kirk sounded like he was on it. And I know Kirk keys. Like, I know his chords, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that track sounded like Kirk Franklin was, like, yelling on the track. And it was chords on the track. If Kurt Franklin and Kanye has a record, number one, I'm very interested in seeing how it sounds. Number two, I'm most likely I might like it. Number three, G. Craig Lewis is going to have a field day. <laughs> he already and, got it. You know he already did a sermon on that already, right? Yeah, because look at him. He in the studio. I told y'all. told y'all 10 years ago in the classroom. Wearing, looking at him wearing, wearing a white thermal shirt in and the studio. Shirts, like, like, come on, bro. Really? But um, I'm very interested to see what's going to If he's on the album. If Kurt Franklin's on the album, Kanye... Album's already fine. Like, if Kanye got Kurt on his album, Kurt mm-hmm. Franklin, man, that's crazy. But um, what what do you think about it, man? I'm interested. I want to see what comes of it. Um, yeah. I'm not going to rush to judgment and say anything about Kirk's presence there because we don't know anything. Yeah, you don't know. Sure. Like, niggas quit this soon. Um, like, just be quiet. Like, yeah. I want to say shut up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it, like, but you the, never, you yeah. never know. Um, why people are where they are and what their purpose for being there is. So I'll just wait to see what comes of it. If Kirk's on the album, cool. I'll check it out. If he's not on the album, I'll still be checking it out because we're going to talk yeah. about it here, I'm sure. Um, exactly. I mean, Lecrae had a picture with 2 chains. He ain't make no records with him. Yeah, he probably got some records he was scared to release. <laughs> yeah. he, he, got a, he got records with chains. If he got, never mind. I'm going to leave that alone. But if he yeah, got a bad right. verse from 2 chains, he better not put it out. <laughs> I mean, is there such thing as a good verse from Two Chains? True. <laughs> All right. So next topic. <laughs> so that's that. That's interesting. The Kanye Kirk. That's very interesting. Like very. Yes, it is. And this Jesus is this wouldn't part be. Two. And this wouldn't be Kirk's first foray into the secular music realm. Oh no. Um, Kirk, Kirk definitely worked on R. Kelly's second album. So. Kirk worked with Bono, Mary J. Blige. Like he worked with stars, megastars. This yeah. is nothing new. Yeah. Like. What is new about this? And Kirk um, is the most influential artist in gospel music. Let's not even let's keep it hundred percent funky. And, of course, of course, of course. And we already know that Kanye has a background with the church in a sense. We know Diddy does, so it's not out we, of the run. I'm sure most 
I won't say most rappers, but I'm sure a lot of rappers have some at least familiarity with the church and they know who Kirk Franklin is. Yeah. Man, so, I'm just, I just want Jesus and, Walks Part 2. That's all I want. No, Jesus, they had that. Remember, Mace was on it. Stop. I, part 3 then. And <laughs> Kirk could talk in the beginning while Kanye like Yo, got they, rumbles in the background. Mace pray on that joint. It was, it was a dope moment though. You saying that because Mace is your favorite rapper of all time. Yes, like, yes he is. And Mace is also okay, so Kanye's favorite rapper. Keep it a buck. Uh, Kanye okay. has lifted a lot of lines from Mace. Who? Ha- All right, so that's his favorite rapper now because he listed a lot of lines. A lot like, of lines. That's a what lot. we're going with. The influence okay. is there. I won't say it's his favorite, but it's the influence is there. It's oh, res- definitely there. He respects the influence of Mace. It's their pusher, Kanye, Fab. Like it's there for a lot of people. They want to recognize it, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, man. Definitely interesting. So, that's All right. guys, out for that. So let's let's um this this portion of the show we just want to talk to. Um, our sisters wearing natural hair. Yes, yes, yes. As yes, Tony yes. calls our sisters, and as as we're going to call our sisters, the NHGs, the natural yeah. hair goddesses. Exactly, natural hair goddesses. What's up, y'all? Listen up, man. You natural hair goddesses out yes, there. Yes, please pretty, listen. Um, NHGs. We when we're working on the show about natural hair, and we would love input from our sisters who have natural hairstyles. What was your transition like? Um, why did you decide to go natural if you did? Um, and what, just what's your story? We would love to know what your story is. Um, so you can definitely email us at two tones podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, so we're working on some things. Um, we're just two dudes, two brothers that definitely appreciate, um, what God has given in terms of the hair, of course, because yeah. that's, that's what we're looking at, and we we oppose um, the beauty standard that's been pushed for a long time. Yeah, these Eurocentric um, standards, not just when it comes to hair, but everything. These Eurocentric features, yeah. like these societal like standards that have been pressed on us for a while. Like, not don't get me wrong. I love a woman with a weave. A lot of women with a makeup. List. I love you who you are. However, I prefer. Everything organic, and, and I love a woman. And just because a woman wears those things doesn't mean she isn't, you know, proud of herself or she doesn't have self esteem. That's not. not the truth at all. We're not saying that. But, but we do want to encourage those who do exactly decide exactly. that, you know, I'm I want I'm going to be comfortable with what God gave me. Exactly. Yeah. Because my WCW had a sewing, and I loved it. And I love sewings. So, but I also my wife like NHG. Where? <laughs> Yeah, so I like either one, but I'm just saying we want to hear from natural sisters in your transition. What are your thoughts on it? Those who you want to go natural, or even if you're you're natural but wear protective styles to cover your hair, let us know your thoughts on natural hair and your experience while wearing your natural hair growing up. And if you don't wear natural hair and you had a uh, a situation or incident that caused you not to do it, let us know that too. Just email us, sisters, and reach out to us and. We uplift all textures, you know, not just a one style of natural, not just this all textures of natural hair, you know, the curly, the straight, the froze, the fades, like dreads, like, yeah, just email us sisters, sisters, not you brothers, like, sisters email (laughs) us, and I'm I'm, going to respond to the emails, no, I'm joking, (laughs) nah, but email us, and we're going to get a show about that, and we want your emails so we can read them on the show and get a show correlating around that whole topic, so that'll be dope, we want to do that for the culture and uplift that, because a lot of black men... It's like a niche natural hair. You know, you see a lot of black men opposing it. A lot love it, but when it comes to women in natural hair, 
and black women, it's either they support women with natural hair, and it's just the ones with the, the light skin, curly hair ones, or they don't do it at all. You know, they don't show love for the other textures and styles, and that's not right. And they try to uh, downgrade, you know, um, degrade, I'm sorry, degrade black women with natural hair and a woman that's proud of her features, you know, that doesn't lean on Eurocentric standards. So that's Definitely. like not and really... And we're them. not saying that you need our approval to be yeah, beautiful and comfortable yeah. in your own skin. You don't. But just know that you do have brothers that do support, you know, you feeling comfortable however you want to be. Exactly. I think women's beautiful regardless. Natural weave, makeup, no makeup, but we just want to hear one side on this upcoming show. And we'll maybe do another side, another show, but this is what we want to uplift and talk about and get the, you know, yeah, get things stirring. So, that'll be dope, man. Y'all reach out to us. I don't want just two people email us. Our email is twotonespodcast at gmail.com. The number two, T-O-N-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Please, please, please. A couple of y'all, not just one or two. Please, don't be scared. (laughs) I don't want to do this. Just do it, please, because we we want your feedback. And if you know someone who maybe they don't even listen to the show, and this would be something that you think they'd be interested in, give them our email. Pass it along. Let's yeah, get this like word moving. The, the natural hair blogs, like talk about it. We want to get this stirring. Like we want to get to talk about this, you know. And and from my point of view as males, we want to talk about it. So definitely, y'all hit us up, man. So gotta be dope. That's coming soon. Definitely coming soon. So, um, Twitter was a muck today. What happened? What happened, bro? You said Twitter. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, Rapzilla posted something. Um, a rap. <laughs> A rapper, Isaiah Zib, Isaiah I think his name is, he used mm-hmm. to be called Kid, K-I-double-D. Um, he basically made a statement. Rapzilla, for those of you who don't know, is a Christian hip-hop site. So they talk about Christian rap music, right? And Kid used to be a Christian rapper, quote-unquote. But according to this article, he used to be a Christian. And Rapzilla posted an article and said, that not said, he actually said this. He's uh, denounced Christianity. He believes in God. He's on his journey. He's finding his way. And um, he made that statement. Rapzilla put it up. Um, and I and after that everybody and started y'all know coming. How Rapzilla's message boards are. Yeah, Ra- Rapzilla is only two to YouTube comment section. That's the only. It's only two to YouTube. Second to YouTube because it's nothing worse really than Rapzilla comment section and YouTube <laughs> section. So that's what happened. So when that happened on a Christian site, you got to know it was an uproar. Oh, you're leaving the faith. What happened? Do you still believe in God? Do you still believe in Jesus? Because you know, the somewhere it was a lot supporting them, but it was way more. Like discouraging him, and way more people like, "What's going on? What's up?" And he was telling people, "Listen to the music, either or." And Twitter, people was staying in peace on Twitter. People had something to say. I really don't care much about the thing because I'm not fully, fully invested in the Christian hip hop circle as I once used to be. But I yeah. keep my ear off the music or whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm not fully invested in it. Definitely. But I've seen the story, and I'm like, um, basically, to me, it, this guy, he, he's on his journey. He's trying to find himself. He's dealing with something, and he made a statement about it. Now it's a whole frenzy, and I get how people in the community would feel a certain way, but it's a way you go about doing things, right? And, and, and if you look at the, and, and I was no, I was just gonna say I would I appreciate that he actually took the time to say where he's at on his journey, exactly, um, exactly, because it it could have been where he just put the music out and ain't say nothing. And then you yeah. hear the music and you're like, hold up, wait, what, what you talking about? Yeah, what, what, what guy? I'm lost. What's going on? He gave you some clarity like, okay, this is where I'm at right now. And, you know, my music will reflect that amongst yeah. other things. Um, yeah, and I yeah, And I it ain't that. like he done straight up went, you know, hotep. Atheist. He didn't go hotep or atheist. <laughs> like, yeah, like, 
He's and, just and like, the thing I'm is, figuring some stuff out for myself. And um, I like what um, Armand, brother Armand, wake up, you know, friend of the show. Um, he tweeted earlier, you know, if you haven't had some uh, crisis of faith, you ain't been walking with the Lord long enough. Um, you know, a lot of times. Yeah, we, and just keep in mind that um, Isaiah Ziv was like, I think he was like 16 when he first came out. So he yeah, was young. He, and he was signed to Rapzilla, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, they feel and, some type of way. You know, <laughs> as you grow, as you experience different things with people, yeah. situations, life, it will make you question what you believe. Right. But that doesn't mean that you don't believe it anymore. Right. We all have our journeys. I have my moods and I have my times when we're trying to, I'm in a place that I'm losing and finding myself. We all have our journey. I can't knock another man's journey. If that this man is going through something, I can pray and I can talk and I can encourage. I'm not gonna come and bash him, my brother. I have friends who are who used to be of the faith, who are of other faiths, who are of no faith at all, right? But that's not my job to come and condemn and talk down and do all that. I talk to him, I share my peace, we talk to each other, we have a conversation. But I think it's such a turnoff when people come out, come judging you and bash you and looking down on you, and especially if they're just talking outside of their head. Like we don't know exactly what he's going through. We just going off a few comments right mm-hmm. like and people just talk so crazy and reckless on twitter like like niggas won't run up like what do you <laughs> they talk crazy but but seriously though like so that happened on a christian site someone said they're not christian anymore and then that caused a, you know a frenzy whatever um but that's everything dang uh, uh unfortunately it's everything people go through that you know and people go through their struggles like i said he had the courage enough to say it publicly which should be respected even more so. Man, um, you got dudes that just said, I'm not a Christian rapper anymore. They ain't say I'm not a Christian. And they, get it, just, they get it just as bad, man. Man, yeah. Imagine if the guy says, the dudes that say, I'm not a Christian rapper no more get it bad. Imagine the person that says, I'm not a Christian no more. You know, and yeah. the best you can do is pray for that brother. You know, say your piece, try to reach out and keep it at that and listen to the music. He says it's all in music. And you maybe you, you might not want to listen to the music. And that's understandable too. But like, just watch how you go about things. A Christian's ever yeah. bad. They have a bad problem with that. The just way to make, go about sure things. That you're, make sure that just, your speech is seasoned with grace. Right. And you got some just, love in your heart when love, you're speaking. Ultimately. Yeah, so shout out to Isaiah Ziv, man. He's on his journey. Pray for the man. Reach out. And I'm interested, you know I mean? I'm interested to hear the music. Honestly. Yeah. The track the track that I did hear with him and Spazia, I love it. So that track is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I heard I'm, the track. I heard the uh, EP briefly before the show. I didn't get into it how much I wanted to, but I heard it briefly. He's yeah. definitely talking up there and expressing himself. Um I would love to get him on the show too, man, and talk about the music and everything else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So, I just respect the man and what he's doing. And that's what we should learn to do. And just season everything with grace, as you said. Because mm-hmm. these fake tweologians up here, like, they got to <sighs> chill on Twitter. Like, it's, like... <laughs> matter of fact, Tone It Down goes to them. And Tone It Down goes to Rapzilla. <laughs> Hold up. Tone It Down goes to Rapzilla comment section. All time. Legendary. And Tone It Down goes to all the people on Twitter just talking at the side of their mouth. Like, so... So, yeah. Oh, that was man. a random Tone It Down. So, um, what we talking about next, man? Because I got to... All right, let's talk about Rihanna. Um, Rihanna yeah. dropped her newest album last week, and like Jay Z, she had a Samsung deal in place where Samsung bought a million copies of the album. Uh-huh. Um, so instant platinum in a day. Um, uh-huh. Great marketing tool. Yeah, and then today news comes from the RIAA this is the certification service that certifies albums as gold, platinum multi-platinum, diamond, etc um, they have some new rules in place remember what we were talking about we said we were going to yeah, talk we about this industry and the new rules 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so now they're counting streams into the sales um, the sales count. Your, your certification count includes your streaming rates as well. Um, so the new album award formula is 1,500 on-demand audio and or video song streams right. equals 10 track sales, which equals one album sale. So if one song is streamed 1,500 times, it counts as one album sale. Um, right. Also effective is the RIAA's digital single award ratio will be updated from 100 on-demand streams equaling one download to 150 on-demand streams equaling one download. So, yeah, man. It, pick a song. If it streams 150 times, that counts as one buy on iTunes or Amazon or Google Play or wherever mm-hmm. you buy your digital music. Um. Game changer, man. It's, yeah. it's definitely it. It's a um, game changer. And, um, and obviously, there's people in the industry that have their thoughts about it. Um, I forget who yeah. was who was it that you retweeted from I think that was uh, top TDE. Dog. No, that wasn't Top Dog. It was uh, I think it was Ali. Let me check. I'm checking right now. Uh, it was who's Kid Power Danger? Who is that? Basically, somebody from TDE, a very important figure, <laughs> he said, we don't stand by this R-I-A-A-B-S. Old school rules apply. One million album sales is platinum until we reach that number. Save all the congrats. So basically, he's not with the whole new streaming service, uh, the whole technique and the way they're going about things. He's not mm-hmm. with that. And I'm sure a lot of people in the industry feel that way because yeah, they might feel – because with this new rule – Kendrick now is platinum, technically. Big Sean is now platinum, technically. I think Nicki Minaj is now platinum, I believe, technically, mm. because of the streaming. You know, One that and, I thought was interesting was that Michael Jackson went from, I think it was at $30 million for Thriller yeah. to $32 million. Yeah. <laughs> so he yeah. went two times platinum immediately. Immediately. Like, Mike, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, obviously, there has been uh, opposition to this. From people in the industry. And some people are probably loving it, riding a wave. And the crazy thing is, I think you told me earlier, it's like you could uh, you could be an internet viral sensation and not sell like actual you don't have records. To sell anything, anything to get a platinum certification. Right. You can Which stream is crazy. your video can get hella numbers, or you can stream hella songs and get platinum and yeah. just not even sell anything. Like this changes everything, man. And it'll be interesting to see how this rolls out. You know, um, but I would also love to know how, what would the difference in the money be in terms of the money that the artists receive? Because, you know, that's mm. definitely been a big point of contention on the artist side is that streaming is unfair on a monetary level for them um, right, because right, they're right. getting percentages of pennies for every stream as opposed to the money from a purchase of the actual song. So I would love to see, you know, if one song download, I think they said, is 150 streams. If yeah. I stream a song 150 times or I buy the song, how much money does the artist get? Yeah, that's a good question. I didn't think about the monetary game. Um, I think yeah. that's what we changed also. Because I think it was like 15 cents each, like, what, 10 songs, something like that? I think it was something like that. I wouldn't know. You got to ask the artist who actually goes through that configuration. But that'd be interesting also, the money side. I don't know. That should definitely accommodate... The sales and does that? I wonder if that makes Taylor Swift decide. Okay, I want all my stuff streaming everywhere now because I remember oh, she, yeah, had she pulled everything yeah, at one she point. Pulled everything, and then yeah, I think she, she gave with... Apple Music the okay, but nobody else. So 
I wonder, do artists say, hey, man, I can get, you know, if I let my stuff go up streaming, I know I'm going to get, you know, another two million sales. I'm going to be two times platinum more than what I am right now. Uh, man, either way, streaming is streaming is the now in the future. Yes, physical sales, whatever that that works. But yeah. like ten years from now, it's all going to be streaming. Twenty years, there's no, it's going to be straight streaming. And it's it's interesting, right? Because you talked about the Rihanna earlier, it automatically went platinum because Samsung whatever bought a million, but her album still debuted at number twenty seven. It debuted number twenty seven on Billboard, despite the million sales by Samsung. So wow. what people actually bought, it went number twenty seven on Billboard today. The article just dropped. So. You know what I mean? Like, they bought a million, so technically, but they gave it away free. So, nobody, but in sales, the first week, uh, 27 on a billboard. And that was like, wow. And I don't know, it's, maybe it's because it's a different Rihanna record. Maybe because it sounds different. It's not the user Rihanna. And I didn't hear it briefly yet. I didn't hear it yet, because it didn't go to Spotify yet. So, neither one of us heard it. <laughs> they ain't on Spotify. We ain't really checking for it. But I heard a record. I heard two records. Um, her work. Title track, whatever. That track is cool. I don't mind that track. I don't mind it. I, I don't mind. It's very catchy and annoying, and that's how I know it works for radio. I don't mind it. Um, but I really love Same Old Mistakes. That record is not Rihanna at all, sonically, and maybe that's why I love it. That's a really, really good song. It's a cover off of a band. I forget the name. Um, it's very different. It's very psychedelic. It's very, like, the vibe is crazy, man, the production. So, those two records I heard, but I love Same Old Mistake. That's probably my favorite Rihanna record, top three of all time. It's it's really good to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't smoke, but if I did, man. No. So, I, so I do have a question. Be, now that we have these new rules in place and we see, you know, Hashtag platinum. Yeah, platinum will be a lot more easily obtainable with the rise yeah. of streaming services. Does the platinum plaque mean what it used to mean anymore? Platinum used to be the benchmark, especially yeah. in hip hop. It was like, yo, gold and platinum. First it was yeah. gold. First it was going gold. And then like the late nineties into the early to mid two thousands, it was like, yo, I'm platinum. Even so yeah, much I'm you platinum. had mixtape rappers talking about I ain't platinum, but I'm platinum in the streets. Like <laughs> so like, it makes me wonder, like, does that platinum plaque mean as much? Like and, and that stat that you just gave me with Rihanna being number twenty seven on the Billboard charts, yet she was platinum first day. It's like, does it mean as much that you yeah. were platinum if you were number twenty seven? Yeah, if technically no one like out of their own gang bought the album, <laughs> yeah, as yeah. much. You know what I mean? So I think it means something to the artist. I think I, I think it's a handful of fans that kind of care about it, but I don't think we like you say with the lyrical uh, conversation with Drake and me. I don't think we care as much, like, with the platinum thing, gold thing. If my favorite artist didn't go platinum or gold, the album's still fire to me. It doesn't change my opinion on the album at all. Yeah, or the none, of my favorite, at all. none of my favorite artists have gone gold at this yeah, point. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, Lauren's my favorite artist all the well, time. She drops a... Yeah, I mean, like, my yeah. current favorite artists, the ones that are still yeah, active. It, like, the Lauren's, the Michael's, yeah. Yeah, but if, if Lauren dropped the album today and it went double cardboard... I, that doesn't change my opinion because it didn't went go platinum or it didn't go gold. Like yeah. I have a favorite artist. Yeah. So speaking of Lauren Hill, I'm going to see her. She's coming to Jersey, and I'm going to be Word. there in March. See her live. It's going to be crazy. Word. First time ever. Yeah, it's about to be lit. It's going to be a zoo. You're going to shoot your shot, ain't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if she's single now, I'm a bit older now, but I can work with that. Cougars used to be a thing of mine. We're going to talk about that in NHG episode. <laughs> my Cougar is fast. But um, she, she's an NHG. 
Yeah, man. And been there for a minute. Amazing artist, man. But yeah, Definitely. um, I, I think ultimately for a true fan, the platinum gold doesn't necessarily matter. I would like if my favorite artist went platinum and gold, but it's something about like when your favorite artist is exposed to the masses, it doesn't become like when your favorite, like we find out some new music, then everybody knows about it. It's not the same kind of no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you want to keep it to yourself in a way. Um, but I, I, I think it matters to the artist, but I don't think it necessarily matters to us. But if it matters to y'all, y'all can email us and tell us and tweet us. But what about you? Does it matter? Does it change I, I your opinion? Go- I don't think it's going to be looked at the same way. Um, platinum, it used to be, it used to be the thing. Like if you go on these artists, if you look at all those old MTV cribs, mm-hmm. or you see these studios that the artists actually own, or yeah. you know, or they worked in, it's platinum plex everywhere. Like even if you That's watch, the standard. Hot, even if you watch like Hot ninety seven, their whole studio is filled with platinum plex from artists that have come through. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's just like man, like. I'm so gonna, what's the new standard? I'm going to remember. You said what's the new standard? Yeah, so if the platinum doesn't matter anymore, no I think sales don't matter anymore like that. I mean, it yeah, matters. It, yeah, it matters for you know the artists in terms of that being their income and their bread and butter, but to a fan, Listen. I don't think platinum will matter anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I don't think fans I, think about. I mean, if if fans really cared about their favorite artists going platinum, they wouldn't be streaming. They'd have been buying because streaming wasn't counting. Yeah, because only a handful of artists went platinum last year anyway, literally a handful. But they're still supporting these artists. I think a lot of people only care as much to sell a certain amount to get them torn because torn is the moneymaker now, right? So I think artists care only to a certain extent, maybe 100,000, maybe 200,000, 300, whatever. A lot of niggas I heard talk, listen... I'm booked for the rest of the year at certain clubs. I don't even care about getting on the radio. I care about being platinum. A lot of people are doing anything now, and they only care about the radio. So I doubt they care about platinum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's taking an indie route. Chance the Rapper, you know, other people whose album I'm definitely stoked to hear when it comes out. Um, They're taking that route. So I doubt they're, like, stuck on platinum, stuck on gold. Some artists are, whatever. You know, they, they platinum, whatever. But that's not the thing no more. And I think the standard is basically... Sell them maybe a hundred thousand, a couple thousands, a couple hundred thousands, and get me on tour. So, I think you get on tour, get mm-hmm. a successful tour, get some money in your pocket. That's what the artist cares about because no one, especially rappers, maybe Drake is the only rapper that went platinum last year. So, I think so. Yeah. So it's like, dude, what's so, the standard is now the music, I guess. Like, it's, it's hard now. We're in a weird place. We're in a weird place now, man. It's, so let me ask you, do you think Kanye or Drake, because they're both supposed to, well, they're both going to drop within the next two, three months, do they go platinum first week? Or do you be, think, huh? Stream, streaming aside? Or, like, I mean, collectively streaming everything included. together? Oh, yeah. Of course. I I think Drake goes platinum within the first... Drake's going to go platinum regardless. Streaming I mean, or not. Drake. Think about it. If it's going to take 1,500 streams to count one album, that that's a lot of streams. Everybody's going to actually have to stream the album. Yeah, and if you do 100,000 streams, that's 66 albums, I believe. And then 66 on 10, yeah. whatever. So, yeah. yeah. So, he's, so, they're definitely going to need people to actually buy the album for them to go platinum. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's a stretch either. I think people are actually going to buy this Kanye album. I think all of Kanye's albums uh, went platinum. If not, Yeezus is on his way. So, but all of them, like, just, mm-hmm. they're platinum, you know? So, I think they do. Uh, Drake especially. Drake went platinum, like, in, how, how short was it? A week I and a half? I think two he weeks? went a week and a half on, if you're reading this, it's too late. 
Yeah, Drake is definitely going platinum. Um, he's the biggest rapper in the world. Arguably the biggest, the top three biggest stars in music. Him, Adele, and Taylor Swift. And Beyonce somewhere arguably up there too. But yeah, <laughs> Drake is just out of here, man. But um, I think him and Kanye, they do. You know, I, I think they do. So I think that's a problem. Man, this is this is nuts. Um, yeah, I wonder how it's gonna help your favorite Christian rappers out. You know, the platinum. <laughs> I'm wondering who's gonna be the first Christian hip hop artist to go platinum. Is it Craig? Nobody care about that, man. I don't think they care. The Craig and Christian hip hop. He ain't trying to build CHH. I ain't talking about him. <laughs> Do you think he regards to CHH no more? I would, what? I would love to see where that change r- raises him in terms of sales. Does he have anything close to? Yeah, Big. and it also brings up the question: What's the punchline now? You know, because before, like you said, it was about going platinum. My, my album did this, yours did that. What are rappers <laughs> going to the punchline now? Like my stream more? Like I had the better, like I, I had more streams. Than you? Streams in a day. What you doing? Yeah, I had a million <laughs> streams in a day. What you doing with yours? Like that sounds crazy. I but broke live mixtapes. Word, but that's the reality. Like it's crazy. We're in a different age and a different era. So when it comes to lyrics. When it comes to platinum sales, I'm not saying it doesn't matter because lyrics definitely matter. That's a different conversation. But the platinum thing, it does matter to a certain extent. But ultimately, it does not. It, it really doesn't because every, almost no rapper went platinum but Drake last year. But people still love the music. Tours still being sold out. People yeah. still stand for them. So the platinum sales doesn't affect people. It affects the record company maybe and the artists when it comes to the monetary standpoint. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. So, so it's yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say. Let me ask you this. How many artists do you think can survive off of touring alone? Because that's almost what it's going to be, pretty much. If if the streaming percentages haven't risen, tour income is going to be a lot of the income for artists. How many yeah, people um, can survive off of that? I think if you have a consistent catalog and you have a, a radio single, that's you tell you're me, definitely... Do you think there are 10 artists that can survive like that? And music as a whole, yeah. Just you mean off just of music, rappers. like forget business deals aside, because then, like obviously, people like Jay Drake, the business deals that they have, they're right, good. Right. But just off of streaming, I mean not streaming, just off the, the strength of the music and people coming out to see them live. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, you talking about rappers like all genres? Like what do you? We can just do rappers. We can do all music. It don't matter. Because R&B, they, they touring at backyard parties and churches. and Ain't no money really <laughs> yeah, R&B no more. The niggas that bar mitzvahs and yo, baptismal service, services. You just, threw a, you just threw a still double door fridge of shade at R. Kelly with that backyard no. party line. Nah, but they listen, they all, they touring at different types of, it ain't what it used to be. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, Anderson Pac, though. That album, I'm telling y'all, if y'all haven't yeah. heard it, like, listen to that album. Really good album. Talking about R&B. But um, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people could. You know, there are people who surviving off tours now, the has-beens, whatever. They're mm-hmm. worldwide touring, like in Europe, True. you know, Canada. They're getting a lot of bread. Like Jody's and all them, Drew Hill, they still making money. We think they're going, but they making money. New Edition, all that. <laughs> they don't so drop these current, they just drop tours. Yeah, they drop tour, tour, yeah, tour schedules. That's what they do. So these current, al- current albums, these current artists definitely won't have a problem doing it. Like, mm-hmm. what? Making money on tours? Sometimes they get, even if you get 50K, let's say you get 50K, but you're touring all around the country the whole year, you get 50K a show. Like, that's that's bread. You know what I mean? So, man, a downgrade a bit to what you're used to when you were platinum, when sales counted. But, I mean, I think it's possible. I definitely think it is, man. We'll just see, man. It's a uh, it's a weird place we're in now. It's spooky. Word to McMill. It's spooky, man. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, man, it, it's definitely Yo, interesting. We'll see where it goes. It really sampled the Undertaker said. It's feeling real spooky out here. Yeah, <sighs> man. Um, shout out to me, man. What are you listening to, bro? Oh, man. Um, what have I been listening to? Um, hold on. Let me check my recently played. I don't remember right now. I definitely have been listening to Christian Grey. I've definitely been oh, listening yeah, to yeah. Christian Grey. Um, School of Roses. If you have not heard School of Roses by Christian Grey, go find it on iTunes, Classic streaming album. service, whatever. It's a great album. If you buy it, I guarantee, I guarantee you will yeah. not be disappointed that you paid. Christian Grey, yeah. I don't even know how no. much it is right now, but even if it is $10 on iTunes or Amazon or Google Play, whatever, you won't be disappointed that you yeah. spent $10 on that. Yeah, D-Ray just shouted them out, too, on Twitter. The Bubble Vest God. Yeah. <laughs> the Bubble he, Vest God. Yeah. Yeah. He shouted them out on Twitter not too long ago. I then uh, Saint, Yeah, St. Heron just uh, did an article on him. You know, Solange's site. Yep. They shouted them out. So, Christian on his way, man. He got the Kurt Franklin co-sign. Yeah, um, and got this. Yo, and shout out to the album cover reveal. That was dope. Yeah. Totally forgot to mention that. That was a dope moment. And, you know, I'm, I'm interested um, to see, you know, and hear this album. It is funny because I was, I was going to do a Photoshop with Kanye uh, when he called it a gospel album and do it just like Christian's album and call it the nah. gospel album. Yeah, nah. yeah, nah. yeah. <laughs> Man, what what you listen to, bro? I, I just gotta told get to you, these... Christian. Oh, that's, that's pretty it? much it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to. Uh, well, you probably been to Third Heaven all day. Some of them songs. You know what I mean? Yo, you don't. But, um, Actually, you know what? I did listen to some other stuff. I've been like surfing around with '90s R&B, so um, oh, okay. I've been peeping some some album tracks from Montel Jordan, um, and really following like production credits. I'm a big fan of Jodeci, and by virtue of that, I'm a big fan of Devonte Swain. So I've yeah. been looking through his production discography. So whatever he's produced Jodeci, for huh? other, yeah, nah, that Snowstone was nah, lit. That Snowstone was lit. <laughs> yeah, Snowstorm was lit. Snow did I listen to Jodeci. But, but um But yeah, man. I've been listening to uh Young Thug, um, Anderson Park. Um You serious? About Young Thug? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thug got some records. Not his first his I thought you first I thought you was joking. I was like, really? No, Thug, yeah. I listen I'm a, when it comes to me, I'm very diverse in my selection. I, mean, I go from conscious mm-hmm. to trap to gospel to rock to country to pop. I just do that. I critique music. I love music. I study music. Young Thug, two songs. Best friend and with that, whatever. It wasn't nothing like his whole discography. I'm not a Young Thug, quote unquote, fan. I just like certain songs. Um, so I was listening to Young Thug. Um, I didn't go back to Isaiah. I wanted to. Um, Malibu, Anderson Pop, listen to that. You know, mm-hmm. um, Kendrick, L. Varn. Like, I was just in my zone, man. So. And a new R&B track I found was really hard. The one I sent you. Like, uh, some artist. But that's all I was listening to, man. Just chilling, man. Vibing out. Got me. I'm about to be checking my, uh, what you call it? Because I'm like, huh? What you talking about? Oh, the R&B that record? one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't check it out yet. I, I know what you're talking about now. I need you to check bugging. that out. Listen, I'm gonna do, listen. It's about Chloe Martin. Y'all check it out. C-H-L-O-E. Chloe Mar- Martini. That's what yes. it's called. Chloe She's a producer. Martini. And the song is called Unknown. Featuring Shay Jacobs, S H A E Jacobs. It's called the EP is called Private Joy. So it's Chloe Martini, and the song was called Unknown, featuring Shay Jacobs. It's on Spotify, it's on SoundCloud. It's an R&B song that's reminiscent of the '90s, and it's so dope. It has that swing, it has that vibe. Shout out to Shay Jacobs. I've been on that song a lot too. Um, right. So yeah, man. 
And, and I'm I waiting just, on this King album. I'm waiting to hear this King album. Yes, yes, yes. That too. King is dope, man. A lot of stuff coming, man. We got to talk about Kanye, King, Drake, allegedly. Uh, Meek's next installment. <laughs> he said Meek's next song. Hey, yo, you uh, check that Celebration of Gospel. We still don't watch that no more. I didn't watch it, man. All right, that's been all. I'll see you next week. Two tones. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you watch it? Nah, no, I ain't watched that. I don't want, uh, watch that no more. Uh, I only keep up with Ty Tribbett when it comes to gospel music. He's the only guy I kind of to keep up with. Sonically, and when it comes to award shows, we only doing research. Yeah, we only do research. <laughs> the Grammys coming soon. You know that episode will be yeah. late. So, um, yeah, man. So, I got to get to this food. The though. Grammys so, um, on Monday, too. That's weird. Are they? They're usually yeah. on Sunday. That's crazy. The Grammys on a Monday this year. That's weird. Well, I got to take the whole day off to prepare myself. I got to take a day <laughs> off from work, man. Word is going. Prepare myself, man. Do my research. Um, G. Craig definitely going to be talking about this Kirk thing. So, I'm going to get ready on Twitter. See what time it is, man. And... Yo, yeah. what if what if Kanye performs with Kirk and Kirk brings out the family? Nah, that'd be a legendary moment in history. Um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be a legendary moment. Kirk needs to do something else with the family. He said that was his last album, but he needs he need to do something else, man. Like, one more album with the family. Give us the uncut joints, the lost files. Like, give us something. Like, yeah, man. That'd be a dope, that was, a dope live album with the family, and they don't even got to do new music. Just do all the old stuff. That yeah, the just family redo the old di- stuff. Just do the old stuff that the family didn't do. So when Kirk went solo, do all those records with the family. It would be cool. Yeah, man. Let so. Tamala and Dalen take uh, Imagine Me and could have been you to like the ninth heaven. Yeah, well, yeah, the ninth. Ninth sounds good. Uh, I prefer third. But yeah, <laughs> man, that'd be dope, man. We'll see what goes on with that, man. But before we close out, y'all, again, email, email the show, NHGs. Um, those of you with natural hair and natural hair experiences, you women out there, um, your thoughts on it, um, email us. We want to talk about that. We want to get your thoughts on the show. We want to read them out. We want to dialogue a bit about that. So please email us. Not just one or two, y'all. We really want this to be a good show. We really want to get the feedback to kind of like, you know, give the community and talk amongst each other. So please email us at What's the email, Tom? It's, it's two tones podcast at gmail.com. That's the number okay. two, T O N E S P O D C A S T at gmail.com. And you can tweet us as always at the number two, the word two, T O N E S. That's at the number two, T W O T O N E S. Yeah, man. And shout, to, shout out to the account. Y'all never know who's tweeting from there. You could be me, you could be Tony. Y'all, y'all will never know. Um, yeah, shout out to the uh, account. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but um, we appreciate y'all listening, man. We back from the snowstorm. It's nice out here. We definitely coming next week after the Super Bowl. So when the Panthers will win. Obviously. Oh, well, yeah, we need to talk about that. Who you got and what's the score? Or how much the do they win by? Panthers. How much? Um, how much you got? Them offensively, by? they're a juggernaut. So number two in the league. Number one, I think pass offense. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm gonna tell you this: if the Panthers don't score. You better look at them receivers. Them receivers going to have a hard off season. I'm, I'm going to go with probably 30-27, maybe 33-30. But I got Ooh, the Panthers winning. Close man. game? I don't know that I got Denver scoring like that. Yeah, offensively, Denver is like, ugh. Unless but, um, Peyton Manning uh, dang, dang just, re- just resurrects for a game. But I Listen. don't see that happening. I got to take that day off work, too, because I ain't about to come the next day work tired, but staying up so late, <laughs> tweeting, and Twitter going to be lit, that boy. Yeah, Twitter will be lit. We got the Panthers, man. We got the Panthers, so we yeah, got two tones. I definitely so. got the Panthers. I got Cam as MVP of not only the league, but also of the Super Bowl. Um, 
I, w- I would love to see like a record setting performance from Cam, like a 400 yard passing, 100 yard yeah. rushing game. Like, that would be crazy if he had like one of those monstrous Cam games. Yeah, that'd be amazing. With like biggest, five, biggest six stage, touchdowns. Huh? Yeah, that would be great. That would be great to see. Um, oh, yeah. And shout out to Megatron. Uh, Calvin oh, Johnson, yeah, he, he wide retired. receiver for the Lions. He pulled a Barry Sanders and was like, Detroit, deuces. Y'all ain't put enough yeah, around man. me. I'm out. I'm not I'm not beat for this beating no more. One um, of the greatest ever, man. Yeah, man. definitely, man. Great receiver. Um how did we have to do, man? And he's, only, it, he's 30. He's young, man. This, this is the second do, straight offseason with a marquee player retiring. Yeah. Early. Last year was Patrick Willis. This year is Calvin Johnson. As dangerous as the game is, I don't kind of blame him. Like, yeah, not, I don't I, either. When you get that big contract, man. You, you got that money. like, And I, I'm not saying that's why you retire. I'm sure it's not. But it's like, you got, why risk hurting yourself and banging your brain up? You ain't seen concussion. Like, why are we doing all that, going through all that? Just retire early, do what you're doing, and football is not his life, it's a part of his life. A lot of yeah. people get caught up in fact, a lot of people are scared to retire and stop because that's all they know. Football is a lot, all these athletes know. Basketball, that's all they know. So when they stop, they're like, what's next? Mm-hmm. And salute to him for actually finishing his life, you know, and continuing his life another path. Like, football isn't life, it's a part of life. You know, that goes with anything in life, you know? That's just a certain... I ain't about to preach today. I'm hungry. We gotta get out of here. So, uh... <laughs> so uh- not- but thank you. <laughs> Another thank episode you. of Two Tunes, man. Definitely. I'm out. We out. We appreciate y'all, man. Family, hit us up on Twitter. We're going to be tweeting about the show tomorrow. And we out. Shout out to Erica. Shout out to Ree. We in here. It's lit. Peace. Shout out to Lene. Shout out to uh, Jaquel. Ja- uh, yeah, Jaquel. Shout out to Michael. Shout out to Elliot. All our, um, yeah. our starting five. Yeah, all y'all, yeah, man. The starting five. Shout out to y'all. The, start- the Williamson. I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, shout out to Siobhan for whyyounative.com. Like, yes. Shout out to all y'all, man. And all our family listening, all you ghost listeners that you don't know we li- know you listening, but you actually are listening. You don't want to smile. All, you know what I mean? All you, my haters. No, we're going to have We're not big enough to have haters yet. So <laughs> We're not big enough to have haters, so I'm going to just take that comment back. But you do what you want when you pop. And when we start popping, listen, God first and we out here. So um, we catch y'all. We appreciate y'all, man. Two tones and we out. Peace. G. Craig, shout out to you. Peace.